My name is Dr. Sam Wagg, and welcome to the Fix Medical Group podcast. I am joined by my co-host, Dr. Patrick Cucarola. Today, we're going to be sharing some of the things that we go through with our clients when we coach them. Uh, you've probably heard us say this before, that we partner in health in our clinic, and we want to share with people a little more of that insight from our perspective of uh, what it's like and why we do it. Patrick, welcome to the podcast. Happy to be back again. Happy to have you here. So uh, we're both going to chime in on these answers. I'm going to lead us through a couple of these questions. And Pat, I want to ask you first, what part of helping people most inspires you? It's pretty simple. Helping people is nice. Makes you feel good. But uh, if you really break it down, it's, it's selfish to say it's just rewarding. We get to see so many amazing things with our patients, our clients. And it's not just those first time results. You know, someone comes in, oh, I want to lose a few pounds. I'm like, okay, we can help you do that. But when you see them, what they do with those, I guess, initial results, what it takes them through the rest of their life, you know, oh, you lost 10 pounds, very happy, but used to be super winded and, you know, fatigued, all those things. And now we see you years later going on hikes with your family when you could barely get up the stairs to our clinic before that's rewarding. And that's, you know, why we do what we do. So ultimately making that transition from just a, a short little bit of help yeah. or a symptom relief to seeing that person uh, live live a different life. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, Probably something similar to you, but little different nuances, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, we love to see people carry on and uh, for us to kind of be that catalyst of change, but to see what they do with that and how far uh, they go on that journey themselves. I would say for me... Um, you know, we really believe in our office that people can live happy, healthy lives. And it's very unfair to have people not have the information they need to make the changes that they're capable of. So getting rid of that misinformation, um, it, it really inspires me when I see that light come on in someone else that they're in control and that they can help. They can help themselves, but that we can get out of a place of despair or, um, you know, not functioning. Uh, in my personal life, I've had a lot of injuries and uh, that happened at a really young age. So I feel like it was always instilled in me that you can get better, you can get back out there, you can come back better than you were. And being able to share that with other people going through that process and getting back to uh, them really not just feeling like themselves, but even a better version. And knowing that uh, every day that passes, year that passes, you don't have to just gently work your way down to stepping into that grave <laughs> that we can actually live our life in the sense of we're getting better each day, improving and helping people understand that that really inspires me. Yeah. It's that long-term gain. We are going to help our patients, our clients with these tools. And we're going to see some big changes, you know, very short term, but what you see down the road, those years, because of the tools, the knowledge, the education that our clients get, we get to see amazing things that we actually are pretty hands off on. It's been a couple of years, but we're still seeing people make those changes because they're taking control of their life. Yes, they saw those short term results. But when you see an Instagram picture of them hiking on a mountain and they're looking absolutely shredded, <laughs> we didn't do that right then. That right. was what we did years ago. But they took that power, they took that control and they had that motivation to continue that process and they're flourishing. Yeah, even uh, just today, I got a message from a client that we intensively coached over a three-month period, and now we've been maybe about a month and a half out from that, and she just reached out. She's like, hey, I'm doing great. I, just, I miss talking to you all the time. You know, we keep, we keep touch here and there, but missing some of those daily conversations, and that's inspiring to me to go from someone who was really reliant on us, and now we can be a resource in their life. 
So it sounds like for both of us, um, it, we're inspired by instilling change in people and giving them the tools so that they can take it as far as possible because in our own personal lives, we've experienced it. And uh, what's fun is to continue to work on ourselves and become better and better versions. We want to help other people do the same thing. Yeah. And we get to, I guess, see amazing things. We create those relationships with patients. You know, one of them, her name was uh, Mika, but I'm going to her open mic in two weeks. She didn't want to jump on stage before. She was a little embarrassed. You know, just that didn't have that confidence. And this is just a few months after, you know, we finished. She graduated from our program and she's inviting us like, come listen to me sing on stage in front of all these people. I'm going to meet her parents. But she's so excited. She's a different human being in that mentality. And you get to see where she's gone, where she's taken this. And she's not even close to being done. She's continuing to improve day by day. Well, that's a great answer. <laughs> so ultimately what inspires both of us is, as I said, giving people the, the tools and then watching them make more of the changes than just what we do in the office, but living the lifestyle that we show them that they can. My next question for you, Patrick, is uh, what is a misconception that you see when it comes to uh, healthcare? It kind of goes back to your previous question, like what inspires us? A lot of people are just so used to this quick fix mentality, you know, fast food, oh, take this pill, get this result. And when you go to your standard primary care or whatever, you're going in there probably because you have some issue, you have some symptom, and then you expect a quick fix. Like here's this pain medication, here's this blood pressure medication to lower it right now. And that's what people are just ingrained into thinking. And it's not the right answer. <laughs> that's the most, I guess, yeah, the most common misconception. That's not true healthcare. It's not this quick fix. It's putting in the work, the effort, and getting educated so you can take that for the rest of your life and helping people understand that. Don't go after that symptom. Go after that root cause. Fix it all through a system, all-encompassing, to get you towards your goals and trying to transition people's mindset from that because it's taught to us from a very young age. You know, Even kids now, they start crying. What, what do parents, you see them do a lot of times? They're like, oh. Here's this, uh, here's this iPad that will take care of it for right now. That's not fixing a problem. That's helping with a symptom and then just carrying forward the rest of your life. And I love <laughs> to kind of play that opposite side of things like, oh, you think this? Well, let's work together and kind of change your paradigm, I guess, paradigm shift on that mindset. And it's not just in health. It's everything, work, relationships, <laughs> your wife, your kids, applying all that knowledge and understanding how the world works towards that, getting out of that quick fix mindset to get you towards your goals, long-term goals. Right. So ultimately the misconception being that there's kind of that magic bullet or pill for each thing where ultimately it's uh, it takes time to get to that root cause. Yeah. A hundred percent. Don't get me wrong. If we've ever find that I'm jumping on that train, that sounds <laughs> great, but we haven't yet. So yes, we still have to work hard and put that mindset into it. Um, I would say for myself, a big misconception that I see is people feel like by doing a thing that someone else did, uh, use the example of say like a new movie comes out and they're like, Oh, check out what Ryan Reynolds did to get in this shape. And you know, it's going to be the picture of him with a six pack on men's health, sub in any other, you know, male A-list actor at some points, that same thing. How did Mark, how did, uh, you know, Hugh Jackman get ready for Wolverine and they're going to show you that diet. And that's it, or a workout, maybe. But we need to take in all of those parts. What this, what's his sleep like? What are his hormones at a baseline? How old is this person? What was their diet like? And we have to look at every single part. So a misconception is by doing one piece of what someone else did, got them to that area. 
And, you know, we use the example all the time of someone in the gym. If you look at a body that you maybe aspire to and you just from, from afar watch their workout, you have no clue if that workout is really what got them there. Or maybe they look like that similar from a different program. Or maybe it's more dietary. Maybe it's liposuction. Maybe it's body contouring. Maybe it's hormones. We don't know everything about them to get there, and we need to. Yeah, it's piecing it all together. Um, just going to throw this is live on air, but yeah. I possibly have a little man crush on this man called Thor, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I know Sam does too. And I remember you actually got his workout program, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> From that. But you knew that it, if you just do that, you're not going to get the Thor body. You were applying some of those principles from that. And so it's understanding that that's just that one piece. I completely agree with you, Sam. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chris Hemsworth. Um, the other one I want to ask you is when someone that you're working with kind of, uh, we'll say, goes off track, how do you navigate them back to that and get them back on a path that works for them? The biggest thing is getting them back to in the mindset where their goals are. What do they really want? Because some people, they'll fall off and they might feel like a little sad or discouraged. But once you turn that mindset around into Look at what you want. This is what you, your true goal is. Thinking about that, going back to that long term, it's a little bit easier of a transition to get them back on track. And it's understanding those specifics of the goals and understanding that it is a process and you're walking them through it. If people are stuck in the, I guess, you know, A, B, C, here's the steps, it's easy to get kind of derailed. But when they're back in the mindset of like thinking about that in picture, that Z, this is what I want for my life. This is what I want for my family. This is what I want to do. It's a lot easier to achieve it. If I just focus on, oh, I have to go to the gym again. Oh, there's broccoli. But when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I have this big wedding coming up. And I'm going to see some friends from years ago. I'm going to show up looking shredded and looking good in that suit. That's a little bit more inspiring. And so really getting them back in that in goal mindset is the biggest way to get people back on track. So re-reminding them or having that conversation of like, this is the path to get to where we want to be. Correct. Yeah. We went to however many years, eight years of school. If you told me that I, every day that this is what you had to do, there's that's not inspiring. But if you told me that, Hey, once you get this paper, yeah, yeah, you're not happy with it. But once you get this paper, you're going to be able to change thousands of people's of lives because of this day-to-day -day work, this knowledge, the school, all the countless hours we spent in the library doing those things, reading textbooks, it completely transformed. And that's what we did. Yeah, a hundred percent. And we use the, or I use this analogy a lot of if you're going on a road trip, uh, Patrick and I today decided to go visit our business partners out in Scottsdale. And we get in the car and we start driving. It's fun for a little while. And then you always hit that stretch of Arizona. Uh, once you get past Yuma, it's just kind of a straightaway in the desert. It's not that fun, to be honest. And if Pat said, you know, I don't really like this. It's not that fun. And you could just turn around. And that's kind of what a lot of people do. We make progress for a little while. And then it's like, well, we did good in the car ride. Let's go celebrate. I know this happy hour back in San Diego when we turn around the car. It sounds foolish when I say it, but that's what people do. We derail from that journey. And if instead I told Patrick like, hey, I know it's not that fun right now, but, um, you know, let's just uh, keep up some conversation. We're going to listen to some good music, this and that. I promise if we keep time on task, we're going to get there and think about how excited uh, the faces on Sean, Katie and Chris, when we walk in and it's a total surprise and we remarry ourselves to that feeling and that uh, future us, our future self and what we want to look and feel like. But 
like you said, of going to a wedding and seeing friends and stuff. It's not always fun, um, you know, grinding out workouts or diet and stuff like that. And I think back to maybe the misconception part too, is when you start to see some of those results and you feel how you feel living that lifestyle, it's a lot easier to commit to those things and do them consistently. And, you know, when we work with people, we want to make that time on task as easy as possible, not feel like this laborious thing that you don't like, because no matter what you're doing, that's your life, you know? Yeah. And I know people are going to get derailed and do different things, but I actually look forward to it with some of our clients because it's that short term derail, but it makes them realize they don't feel good. You know, if someone is cutting out a lot of sugar and they hate it in the beginning, and then three months down the line, they go out and they have a bunch of pizza and some cheesecake. They almost come back to us and I'm like so sad. They're like, oh, like very embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I had cheesecake and pizza, a lot of it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, how do you feel? Like crap? Good. I want you to feel that because you, you don't want to keep continuing to do that. That's not a normal thing. So I'm glad you went through that kind of trials and tribulations because it reminds you what you want to do and get you back on track. Yeah, I, I like that. And, you know, we, our goal, uh, Sean has shared this before too, our, our mission when we work with someone, we want to make you feel so much better that you would never want to go back to the other one. And what Pat just said about having pizza, cheesecake, sugar, gluten, whatever it is, something that doesn't react well with that person. And we've actually got them so much healthier that now they notice these symptoms that they were there before. But when you're only a 60% battery, you don't know any different. When you get up to being a 100% battery, you feel what it's like when you drop back to 60 and you become addicted to that 100% feeling. And we want people to get on that side of the spectrum where you feel and notice those bad decisions. So I think uh, when it when it comes to getting people back on track, what we're saying is uh, we need to identify what happened. You know, why do we go off track so we can build a habit and avoid that um, and because if every single time this choice comes up and you can't not make the right one, we need to make a different habit. But between that and then remarrying back to what, what are the reasons that we did this, right? Um, because, or what is our destination? So we can get back into the, what is the time on task we need to have to get there? Um, the next thing I want to ask you is, what is um, what's a common mistake that you see with people when it comes to setting goals, uh, you know, around their health? A lot of times it really comes down to, it's just too broad. You know, we can always use weight as one example, but they go in like, oh, I need to lose a little bit of weight. I'm like, That's a good goal in a sense, but we want people, our clients to have a very more specific goal. It's easier to attain because, you know, if you want to lose some weight in three months, if we helped you lose half a pound, are you happy? No. We helped you lose 30 pounds, you're delighted, or at least you should be. Um, so having more of a specific goal that's not too broad, because with specificity, you have a little bit more, I guess, game plan set aside to it. Like, I want to do this. This is what this part is going to help me. If I do this with nutrition, if I work with my hormones over here, I'm going to, all these pieces are coming together towards that end goal versus just having a general one. It's too vague and it's, you know, it's not as fun to hit a vague goal. You know, if you hit, you know, 10 pounds, you're very, you, you could be very happy. But what if you hit 30 and that's what you wanted to do? You're ecstatic. We're happy for you. And then you keep on building from there. If you just say you want to, I'm using this analogy a lot, but if you just want to lose weight, that's great. But, you know, if you hit 30, then 
that's, excuse me, I'm going to restart that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but if you're very vague with this and you are just saying, I want to lose weight, then you hit 10 pounds, then what is your goal still? I want to lose more weight. But if you hit that 30 pound goal and then you're like, you know what? I want to get back. I want to get to 50 pounds. That's how much I want to do. You can easily build from that versus that very vague, broad sense. So in, rather than saying, I want to lose weight and just leaving it at that, like, let's make a specific yeah. goal to get to. Yeah, that was a very long winded, <laughs> a vague statement for that. But yes, being specific, that's probably the biggest uh, problem that I see that people make with their goals. I will take that a step further and say, being specific with why we're doing that goal. One that I've seen the most out of working with clients is because I want to lose weight, I'm running a marathon. That is uh, an aggressive thing to take on if you are not even a recreational runner to then go to, I'm going to put 26.2 miles on my body on one day, but also I'm going to train everything leading up to this. And what we see is uh, really at the end of the day, if that person's goal is to lose weight, but the method they're going about is that, that could be really detrimental to their body because they might be uh, training in a way that's really detrimental to their hormones. That's detrimental to recovery. Maybe they're not getting the proper nutrition. So now they're not really fueling fat loss. We've seen this a lot of times. So I would challenge people to take more time and ask themselves the right questions or work with us to make sure that the goal that you have, you're going about it in the right way. And you're kind of fueling that in the right way. So like you said, a specificity, not just saying lose weight. Mm -hmm. So then what, you know, um, new year's comes up and you're like, I did it. I'm down a pound. It's like, you could achieve that the day before. So being really specific, I want to lose 30 pounds so that when I go for this, um, you know, I want to stand up on stage. Like we shared with a patient and uh, do this open mic night and feel good about myself and confident and share my message and be able to impact people because I'm not nervous about what I look like on stage. That's very different. And when you go off track a little bit and you remarry to that, that's a lot different than like, remember why you're doing this. I kind of want to lose weight. <laughs> no. And it's still part about being like specific. So we're just going to keep using the uh, losing weight thing. But if you were losing weight for this bigger goal, the actual why behind the losing weight. Why do you want to? Is it because you want to improve your health? Is it because you want to show off to your ex-boyfriend when you see him at this next thing? All those are powerful goals, but it leads you, or kind of powerful whys, but it's going to help you hit those goals because there's a bigger picture about it, not just those little simple, like, oh, I'm going to lose weight kind of thing. So let's shift gears from, um, you know, how we interact with the clients. And I'm going to ask you this, Pat, that uh, what part of your career motivates you the most to get out of bed daily? Well, you said shift gear away from clients, but I'm going to go back to the clients. It's the relationships. We get to be your doctor. We get to be your coach, your mentor, your friend. I was just in a wedding with one of our patients. I was a groomsman that he came in quite a few years ago, and we developed that relationship through treatment. And, you know, we're talking about going to open mic. It's such a powerful thing that we get to walk into our office, you know, where it could be this boring, cold medical office. And it's this live, vibrant thing where patients are hugging you and they're saying hi and they're bringing gifts and saying thank you. And we get to meet parents, meet their kids, and they're excited about it. It's that relationship part. And then it really comes down to where we help people and we're never content. We've been doing this for quite some time and eat day by day, we get better. And I know in 10, 15 years, we're going to be even better. And so we're never going to stop learning. We're never going to be complacent. And we're only going to be able to help more and more people in better ways. Very well said. 
um, for myself, it's, you know, the knowledge that we have the tools and the knowledge, the information, the skills. I say we, I mean us as a company, Fixed Medical Group, to help people get better. And I am robbing someone of that if I'm just going to lay in bed. I'm not spreading that message and I'm not helping somebody else live their life better. I know that I'm here to serve a purpose on this earth. I know that everyone else is as well. And when I'm making someone healthy so they can be on this earth longer, they're going to impact more people. And I believe that all of us should be able to carry out our purpose, no matter what that is. And we help people do that. And to me, just as Pat said, it's an ongoing, get better, get better, get better. And I'm, you know, we live, eat and breathe this. And I'm so driven to always make that better, make that experience better, get to that person that needs our help that day, get up and research to be able to better assist that patient or make the calls, whatever needs to happen. It's to deliver that best experience possible. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. It's, I guess we can just say selfishly, it's fun. We enjoy our job, our career every day we get out of bed and that's going to continue for a very, very long time. I can't imagine it actually ever stopping because we're never going to stop learning. We're never going to ever not be able to help someone some way, whether it's even our family, our friends or our patients and also ourselves. We live and breathe this. We walk the walk and talk the talk at the same time. Um, you know, something it used to be frustrating for me in the past. I've had people in my life say like, well, man, you're working too hard. Like take some time off, do this, blah, blah, blah. And, um, what they don't understand is, uh, it, it's a labor of love. You know, this is, this is our career. It's not a job. We're not punching in, you know, nine to five clock in clock out, not thinking about our business or seeking that time where I'd need to not think about this. I don't want that. Um, I want to always, in, increase this and make it better. And, um, you know, I think, um, back to our first question of like, what inspires you most with helping people? If we can help someone from a health perspective, get to a point where they are really able to, uh, feel that passionate about what they do as well and get re-reminded that, Hey, I do have a purpose and I can make this earth a better place. And I, I can help other people instead of being so focused on just trying to drudge their way through the days because health is getting worse day by day. And they feel like, um, you know, they have this short timeline on this earth because that's what they're experiencing. Every month is month is worse. Every year is worse. So you're seeking that time away from, um, you know, whatever you do to collect a paycheck and you're looking to numb those feelings. And, you know, we want to help people enjoy. And, uh, that really my long winded answer for today. That's, uh, that's what motivates me, but that's why, uh, you know, we do this. And it exponentially builds. Like when we're working with the clients, you know, they may be on a three or six month program and then they have this end graduation date. It's not over for them. They continue to do it, but also what they do with their family, their friends there, it's exponentially building and we're affecting so many people. And so if we ever stop this, we're not just hurting ourselves right now or our patients that are in the office right now. It's all the other people that it affects because it just becomes this big, huge family of knowledge and we're trying to better the world. And that's what gets me out of bed. It truly does. Yeah. Trying to um, increase this ripple effect. I guess. Um, Create more. Well, thank you, Patrick, for uh, answering all those questions. Um, Sam, thank you for answering as well. (laughs) You did a good job, Sam. Proud of you today. Um, hopefully this is uh, helpful for the people out there that, you know, want a little more clarity on what it's like to work with us, uh, what it's like to coach with people. And now you have a little bit better understanding of some of our purpose and our drive. And, um, we're going to continue to be putting out information and, 
you know, helping people as long as we physically can. So thank you for tuning in today and uh, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Yep. We'll see you next week.